Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I am the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing, inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. Okay, so you are in for a treat. Today, we are talking and having a masterclass on how do you stay in alignment and trust in the process when results aren't coming easily. And we've got four main topics with an amazing, amazing guest expert to support you when you're in this situation. I'm going to tell you what the topics are, and then I'm going to let her introduce herself, and then we'll get stuck in. So these topics have been chosen based on what I know, and she knows all of you struggle with. This is like a general theme of how alignment, trust, manifesting law of attraction can sometimes, you feel like you're being caught out. So these are the four things. Number one, how do you actually stay in alignment with what you want to do when you're not seeing results? Number two, what does it actually mean to manifest or focus on law of attraction in your energy? Number three, how do you raise your energy practically even when things are a little bit crap? And four, how does your energy or could your energy impact your business? That's what you're in store for today. And Lucy, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited, Sam. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. So guys, I am Lucy. I'm also manifesting coach Blondie. Um, And I am probably these days more of a spiritual teacher, I would say. So I am all things changing your reality, using your intuition, universal powers and feminine energy. Oh my God, I literally love it. I'm so excited. So we obviously spoke before this and it's going to be more like a, the podcast is really important that you don't just feel like we're having our own chat because we know each other. So it's like, let's actually make sure you get something from this that could be practical. You can listen to and actually walk away with and think, do you know what? Lucy's really helped me with X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to do this one thing. So we're not going to be overloading you with stuff. It's these four areas. And if you take one thing away, like Lucy said, that could change your reality, allow you to get into your feminine energy, that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so what I'd love to ask you then to just kind of set the scene is what what has put you on this path, do you believe? Or when you think about spirituality, how have you got here? Oh, do you know, I can literally nail it. 
I'm 41 now. When I was 33 years old was the start of my spiritual awakening, where I call it was ground zero. I had a dickhead boyfriend who was always cheating on me. I had a job in London, which I absolutely hated. I had no dreams, no goals, no desires, nothing. And I was in that cycle of trying to keep up with the Joneses. So I had absolutely FA money, but everything was going on a credit card. So I looked rich. And I was just so sick of my life. I was so sick of my life. Um, I ended up getting rid of the boyfriend. And I just thought, you know, there must be more to life than this. There must be more. There must be more. And oh, my God, it was just like, well, as I know now, it's divine timing. And it was such a rough point in my life. I just thought, you know what? I just can't do this anymore. My job in London was so stressful. I actually was signed off with um, uh, depression and um, stress. And I thought, I don't know what to do with the rest of my life. Bloody blah, blah. To cut a long story short, um, I just resigned from that job. It was so brutal. I just thought I need to just get out, cut my ties. I'll work it out. I'll do anything. So um, 33 now and single, jobless. I did what any other woman would do. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to sit down and chill out for a few minutes. I'm probably just going to put a Sex in the City DVD on and I'll work the rest of my life out in five minutes. I really just needed a five minutes. So I went to open my TV unit and the secret DVD fell out. I shit you not. It literally, it literally fell out of the unit. And obviously someone had either given me this or I had bought it, but I literally can't remember. But what amazes me with this story is I don't know how it was at the front. I've got no idea why that DVD would have been at the front because until that moment, I'd never watched it. I just had acquired it. Anyway, I read the back and I was just a knowing. I was like, yes, this is what I need. I put on that video and that changed my entire life, my entire life. I hung off of every single word of it. Um, now, you know this about me, Sam. So I have no education. I was always the naughty one, the ADHD kid, which wasn't actually a thing when I was at school. I was just branded naughty. Um, and I never really got anything. I never fitted in. I couldn't get the educational system. But this I got. This I landed. It landed with me. So I just really practiced, you know, being positive and thinking about what I wanted. And then I started making changes in my life. Um, and in, in the stage, I think of about a year, I manifested literally the love of my life. I called him in. Apparently, I made a cosmic order. I spoke to a medium and she said, you've made a cosmic order, haven't you? I went, have I? And she said, <laughs> yeah, for a man. She said, you know, like he's coming. So I literally systematically over the next few years went on to really study this, embody it and really put it into motion with journaling and everything. And within a few years, I had literally met my soulmate. I will openly call him my soulmate. Um, I'd set up my own business. I changed my friendship groups. I changed my life. I had a freedom lifestyle. I had money pouring in. I had a sense of purpose, passion, direction. And I believed in myself and greater powers and literally the practices of that connection, I always call it connection, changed my entire life and the trajectory of my life so much that I was like, like Rhonda Byrne says in the DVD, she goes, why doesn't everyone know this? And that's how I feel. So I just set up a business, a coaching business, teaching it. And here I am. Here I am now, five, six years later, however long, mm -hmm. with all the things that I, I intended to get. This is what I want to talk about. I love this because, and this is why it's the first one, like how do you actually trust this? Because obviously we spend time together socially and, you know, we speak about this stuff like in our own time, but a lot of people would stay in the life that you had at 33 from a from a place of fear. Oh, most people do. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, and and also from a place of, which I think women definitely do more so, is it could be worse at least yeah. I've got a job, yeah. at least I've got a salary, at yeah. least, you know, at least, at least, at least. Mm -hmm. So 
I think this is really, and also, again, even if we take outside of a job in business, people could say, oh, you know, I don't have dreamy clients, but at least I've got clients. Yeah. I don't have clients that pay their invoices on time, but at least they pay them, mm-hmm. you know, at, le- at least, at least, at least, at least. So how, this is the first core one then, because this is key, really, when you're not seeing the results in the way that you want, and this isn't on a timeline when you're listening to this, it's not like I'm saying to Lucy, if in three months your life's not changed, what do you do? This is in general, you know, you've got to trust the process. But let's say you are really trying to practice what you're saying. And even if they don't understand their spiritual awakening yet, but they're trying to learn more about themselves, become more self-aware, tune in to what they want, but they still feel like, shit is just being thrown on top of them and they're like give me a break I'm trying to read the books or I'm trying to do the podcast or I'm trying to save or I'm trying to get out of these relationships but things keep happening the toxicity the the the, just the shit storm and they're like is this actually going to change how can someone stay in that trusting path when they feel a bit like that like the Wizard of Oz like it's all just in this tornado even though they've said, I really want to try, like, I really, really want to try, but they're not seeing any positive feedback. Right. Yeah, this is such a, this is a huge one, isn't it? And especially, I think, as coaches, we understand this more. Um, I'm just going to free speak this and see what comes out, because I channel it, and I want to see where, you know, what's going to come through and where this goes. So we have to remember that we're spiritual beings having a human experience, and the human experience that we have can sometimes be really difficult. So the society human experiences, um, work hard, school, job, and do all the things. So when you're going down the spiritual path, a lot of what you're actually you're needing to change is your belief systems about what is possible for you. So there are two elements of trust. I always say there is self-trust in your ability to follow through and do the things that you need. And then there is trust that there actually is God, angels, universe, whatever it is you believe. There's two there's two pathways. So I always go on the premise of in the in the very beginning. So you, we can do belief work and you can go back and you can look through your belief systems. And there is so much to be said for doing that. There is absolutely a need and a place for that in a, in a, you know, in a container where you're with someone that can help you do that. But ultimately, you will get your alignment and you will get your decisions the more you focus on what you want. Now, I did a lot of work with Bob Proctor in the early days, who is um, very mindset driven. And he says most people focus on the fear. What if it goes wrong? What if I can't get it? What if I don't get another job? What if I don't get another boyfriend? What if no more clients come? And when you focus on all those bad things, you can't make aligned leaps of faith from that place because you don't trust yourself, one path, and you don't trust the universal support you, which is the other path. Remember, I said earlier there's two paths the inner path and the universal paths of trust so when you then say this is the mindset piece when you then say I'm just not gonna I cannot focus on what's gonna go wrong what could go right what if I dumped this boyfriend and then what if my life absolutely changed what if I worked on myself and then what if I became an amazing person I loved myself and then I met the absolute man of my dreams and we got married we had children what if that What if I left this shit job and gave myself a fucking break for a little bit? I spoke to my partner because we have to do the human thing. So I speak to my partner, say, listen, I hate it. Is there what, you know, you have to have these human muggle conversations in your life. What if 
what if I had a break? And I don't know all the answers right now, but what if I just left this job and I just trust that I'm either going to get another job because I can apply myself, I'm going to set up this business. What if I don't have clients like this anymore? So what if I set up this business? What if it takes off? What if it goes well? What if I come into my own? What if all of a sudden I live this freedom life that I've ever wanted? What if that? And then all of a sudden, the more you, so this is the thing to write down, girls, consciously be aware of whether you're talking yourself in or out of your desires, because this is the first mindset piece. And then to tag on with that, our work, our spiritual work is always on working on the faith of the belief systems. Do I believe in myself that I can work on myself to get a better boyfriend? Yes, because there's books and there's people and the law of attraction is designed to bring me that. Do I believe in the universe? Well, all these women are talking about the law of attraction and it works for them. So if I find a mentor, a good book and I do the workshops, then yes. And then all of a sudden your whole direction is not focused on fear. You talk yourself into what if we call that rolling the tape forward. That's the manifestation piece. So more often than not, people aren't thinking enough about where they want to go and getting excited about it because they're thinking of the best case scenario, which is alignment, isn't it? So when we want to get into alignment, we want to roll the tape forward, which is like dream day journaling, which is manifestation. Um, And then you want to get to a place where you're like, oh my God, I'm going on my first date. I'm going on my first date with my dream man. Oh my God, he's taking me on holiday. He's going to propose. He's got got a ring. You need to be able to roll the tape. Let yourself dream it. You've got to get there because that's you then opening up. When you find that sweet spot in your future of what you want, that then um, it sets off a chain reaction in your heart and with your intuition, with your higher self and with the universe. That's when the divine timing and the chains and the rockets of desire have been set and you will start to get nudges and you'll start to get a bit braver about getting rid of the dickhead boyfriend or you're starting to think, do you know what? I need to get rid of this job. It's absolutely killing me. I'm a smart girl. I'll stack shelves in Tesco's to pay bills if I have to. But I just know that I need to do this. So I got a bar job. I had a really good job in London and I just knew I had to get rid of it. And sometimes we can't work our whole life out on a dime in that moment. You just can't see it all, can you? So sometimes you've got to be like, my plan B is just to leave this job get some money coming in, then I will bit by bit work out the rest of my life, right? But this in this minute, I can't do it all in this second. So you do like layers. And so I really feel like the biggest thing for you girls is if you don't know where you're going, if you don't know what you want for your future, which is your absolute ideal dream in all areas of your life, it's like sitting in the car with the engine on going nowhere, You have to have your goals. You have to have your dreams. What do you want? What do you want for your boyfriend? What do you want for your lifestyle? What do you want for your financial situation? You know, what do you want? And then from that moment, you roll the tape forward. And if your mind starts to kick in and go, yeah, but I'll never just go shut up. Just don't. And a a top tip I always tell my girls is wear a a band, elastic band around your wrist in the early days because you're going to ping pong. Okay, this is why you get until you get used to your spiritual path and being intuitive, you're going to keep going back into muggle, like non-magic folk, right? Loving muggles. But you'll keep going back there so you get ping pong. So whenever you start to think, oh, it's never going to work out for me, I'm never going to find a man, never going to get the dream client, you just ping your fucking band and then you go, what if I can? 
What if I can know? What if there's all these teachers and coaches and mentors? And what if I can do it? If I can just believe one, remember the two paths. My, my path, I believe in myself and I believe then in the path of the universe and you train yourself and study those. Roll the tape forward, dream day journaling, all the things, get to that lovely place. It happens. So that's my that's my first answer. Does, do I need to summarise that? Is that clear enough? Yeah, that is clear. And the reason I like that is it's also practical in, I think sometimes people struggle with alignment, trust, manifest, because it can be quite vague. But essentially, if if you're in a situation where you you can practically think about what could go wrong, like Mm -hmm. I need to save, I've got to stay in this job. So you can practically sort out the bad case scenario. Why can't you practically plan for the best case scenario? Absolutely. It's it's one of the tricks of the mind um, is that we always focus on what could go wrong. That's like, you know, what we've done years in coaching. People always focus on the fear. The fear is just the overriding thing. But, you know, Another thing that's really important is there is as another universal law, which you can Google the universal laws, which is the vacuum law of prosperity. And that basically means that you need to create space for new things to come in. You need to get rid of the dickhead boyfriend so the soulmate can come in. You need to get rid of the toxic job. It doesn't matter what the money is like. You've got to get rid of the toxic job to make room for new inspiration, the new job to come in, setting up a business. You need to get rid of the clients that aren't bloody paying you or that you don't really like working with and think about the ones that you want so they can come in so when we're talking about universal laws there is an actual law that says get rid of what you don't want create the space and then the new thing will fill in it Mm, I love that And, and again I know I've just said it but the reason I like it is if you are listening to this and you're thinking oh yeah it's all well and good because now Lucy's in this place and it's all great and blah 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 which we do of course we do yeah what you haven't done is just say you just have to trust. No. You've said, here's some practical things. It's all about the way you speak to yourself, the decisions you make. And and actually, you are right. If you don't have a plan, you can very easily get distracted, can't you? Because you think, oh, oh, yeah. maybe this sounds better or so-and-so is doing it that way or so-and-so is doing it this way. So rather than even ping-ponging, what you end up doing is latching onto someone else's alignment like all it's working for them so I'm just going to go and do what they're doing and follow them absolutely and then we're not being intuitive and when we're not being spiritual and we're not you know we're not following our path so in anything to do with manifestation rule 101 that the starting point has always got to be what do I want Mm. because that's your destination if you haven't got a destination you will not go somewhere such a big question isn't it Yeah. And one of the things that I always love is we're so good at saying what we don't like. So one of the easiest ways to figure out what you don't want, and this is write this one down as well, girls, is write a note, write a list of all the things that you don't like about yourself, your life, go to town. The opposite of all of those things is your destination. It's the destination. And then the more you get confident and the more you kind of get used to fucking, I can have anything, then the more those destinations will become bigger because we live in logic for a while. But one of the most important things, you know, to remember in spirituality that's often not spoken about, which is what you said, is we are spiritual beings, but we're having a human experience here. So it's not as easy to just be like, it's all love and light. I'll write it in my journal, do vision board and it will just happen. You have to do human stuff because it's co-creation. We do our human bit. You've got to dump the boyfriend. You've got to quit the job. 
you've got to start up the business, you've got to put the social media out for your clients. But then once you do those bits, the universe sends the rest. It's like mm-hmm. DHL, the universe. But you, it, we do it together. Mm. I love that. Okay, this is good. I'm going to switch the order around because I feel like this is a good next one. So we've looked at what do you do to actually trust the process, you know, when when you feel like it's all just sort of falling around you. <clears throat> and I love your answer, actually, because it isn't just trust the process and work through it, which I'm not in any way disregarding that. But if someone's listening to this, they can't really go away and do anything with that, you know, whereas this is like they can actually go away and take at least three of the things that you've said and, you know, practically do it. Yeah, I'm just going yeah. to just answer that as well, actually, because this is this will help. When you want to trust the process, watch everything you can on the law of attraction. Find people to listen to that are changing their life because it and watch the secret. Watch the damn secret, the movie. It's on YouTube, right? Because the more you watch people talking about it, it ignites that spark of belief in you, that hope. You'll feel it. So in order to kind of to trust the process, you have to be learning the process, learning spirituality, learning all the stuff like anything. So Mm. you won't trust if you're not learning. So, you know, make it a balanced thing of having like a little like study thing where maybe, I don't know, however long you want to do stuff is to always be looking at someone spiritual, either be reading a spiritual book and not mindset. It must be law of attraction and spiritual stuff because it's a different kettle of fish. They work together, but it's different. So, yeah. Yeah, I love that. So how would you say, and obviously you're very open. I literally love like watching your stuff online. I I actually do love it. But you're very open with, you know, your lifestyle and when things are tough and when things are good. You share both, you know. Yeah, yeah. You're quite unapologetic with that, you know, when when things are great and you're like, I fucking love my life and it's great and I've got my heated steering wheel. But then you'll also be like, look, I'm ill or my son's not sleeping or this is like dreadful. You'll, You'll share both, which I also really like. Yeah. But again, this is where I find, and I know that you'll find this, with women that we spend time with in our communities, when things are hard, when things are hard, we can have a tendency, and I say we as in the collective, you know, because there's there's no blame to be placed here. This is just a collective energy of how people that are listening to this and all of us in society can fall into these traps. Yeah. When things are hard we go into this mindset, this space, this energy of everything is hard. We generalize. So maybe you have had an argument with your partner and then you're like, we're going to get a divorce. I'm going to be a single mum. I've got nowhere to live. We generalize and we catastrophize. There are two biggest things. Everything is shit and Mm -hmm. everything is going wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas it could be you've had one DM from someone saying that they don't like what you do. And then you're like, none of my clients like me. The algorithm hates me. My Instagram's not working. I'm getting no new leads. Spiral, spiral, spiral. Yeah, spiral, spiral. Right. So now we've set the scene, right? And you're all probably thinking, yes, I do that. You've had one bad night's sleep. And then you think, why is it just my kid? Everyone else is getting good night's sleep. Why am I, what am I doing wrong? Do I need to change the patterns? You start arguing with your partner. So whatever the example is, you break down on the motorway, can't buy a new car. You've got a shit car. Like whatever the example, we spiral. How can someone focus on raising their energy when things, not everything, but one thing has maybe gone challenging or harder than we want it to, we spiral and then basically our energy plummets and we do nothing. Then we self-sabotage, then we have imposter syndrome, then we compare and then we're just in a whole world of despair. How can we raise our energy rather than focus on the circumstance? Right. So 
the first thing is to always understand that your your emotions are your your frequency so you're let's think that a different way your emotions are your guide to what's going on so the moment you feel shit at all it doesn't matter whether it's oh my god someone has just cancelled my program or um oh my god my boyfriend's this date is cancelled whatever you're going to feel shit so your emotions which are intuitive which are you know multi-dimensional your emotions are part of the divine connecting with you are there to let you know okay this is a bit shy the first thing to do then is you just have to break the cycle before your mind starts to come in because it's always the mind. Your mind is always, it's lovely. We love that mind. It does amazing things. But like I said a minute ago, your mind is going to be the first thing that comes in that makes you spiral. So if you can break the cycle, it's the same with depression and anxiety. What I speak to my clients about who have you know depression, anxiety, that's just a repetitive thought over and over again, a bad thought that you keep spiraling, that you keep feeding into all the time. But, you know, as someone that's had depression for a lot and even went through a really bad patch recently, um, it's a mindset thing. So you need to be able to just give yourself a break and take the pressure of yourself. And for me, that is like I need to down tools. Sometimes I just need to go to sleep. I have to just stop thinking about this now. I need to sleep. I need a bath. I need a spa day. I need to walk the dog. You literally have to go. You just have to break that thought cycle and nature will heal you anyway. The minute you get out in open fields or do something, something about the wind being in the sky, you know, being under the sky, everything, trees, you will break that cycle. But that's something that most people find, you know, hard to do. That's we're so out of tune with our emotions. That's why the rise of the divine feminine now is such a big movement, because women, we have so emotional, we get penalized for it but it's your emotions that are going to tell you whether you're on or off track I feel shit mm-hmm. and you're off track you've either thought something or something's happened you're out of your power so before you we want to start going into how do I fix it how do I fix it you've got a balance first so you have to be able to go okay I can't sort this out right now I need a freaking minute so the first thing is always um to take some time out and to stop thinking about it and to break the cycle it could be honestly it could even be watch a film watch a comedy because when you're in this downward spiral if you don't break that spiral you're gonna then start going how do I fix it oh my god I need to get another boyfriend are you gonna obsessively ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing or you're gonna go fuck I'm not going to make any money because that can't, that client pulled out. I'm going to be shit. Fuck, right. I need to do, right. I need to do a post or I need to send out an email. And you could, you go into this yeah. desperational, needy, frantic fucking energy. Because at the moment when you realize things were going shit, you weren't connected to yourself and you didn't go, I need a break or I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. Right. Mm-hmm. So then we go the other way. So when things aren't working out for you, first thing you want to do is just take a break. Give yourself a freaking minute before you start spiraling and going into this absolute psychopathic woman that we always do. Um, And then you will need to just always go back to, but where am I going? And I've got to say, every every bad thing that happens to us is always an opportunity for growth. And I know that sounds so wanky. It's like the most annoying thing ever when people go, it's an opportunity for growth. And you're like, really? But it is in, in every single thing that happens to us. You can choose how you want to respond and how or react to it. And obviously respond is better than reacting because respond is a conscious choice of what you want to do. So who do you want to be in that moment? 
something bad's happened. Do you want to be the desperate girlfriend that's phoning or do you want to be like, I'm just going to be in my power. I'm going to take five minutes, go for a walk and not speak to you for a while. Okay, so that that client has just pulled out of that thing. But who do I want to be in this moment? Do I want to be this frantic person that's needy going out? Or am I going to give myself a minute and just trust that in a minute when I've composed myself or maybe tomorrow, I'm going to create something epic and 10 more people are going to come in? Because we have to go back to rolling the tape forward to but what do I want? And when you've got a really good vision of your future and you've got a really good library of spiritual backup to go to, and listen, Abraham Hicks are the best. You can Google Abraham Hicks, I've just been dumped, and they will get you into alignment of that. Abraham Hicks, Abraham Hicks, um, client, no clients coming in, they will get you into alignment. So when you've got your, your bank of people that help you believe in the universe, you'll get it. Ultimately, ultimately. So whenever you are in a position of, oh my God, it's not working, you have to give yourself a break before you start spiraling. And then you need to get back into, but things are always working for me. Even in this moment, they are still always working for me. What do I want in my life? I want the lovely boyfriend. I want a freedom life. Maybe I want a family. I'd love my own business. Do I believe this is possible? Yes, I believe. Do I know how? Not got a freaking clue, especially right now. But in this moment, what can I do right now to feel better? I'll have a bath. I'll have a nap. I'll watch a TV program because you're in your power then. If you know how to soothe yourself and make yourself better, separate from outside circumstances you are a woman in your feminine energy when you constantly you we when we constantly let external things shake us we're going to be at the product of the human side of us Mm. so every time you can get used to shit this has happened and going okay I'm just going to give myself a minute and then you can talk yourself back round you can come from to through to anything from a place of power but you it's really it sounds like counterintuitive because you want to start pushing ahead but that's the wrong thing to do the best thing to do is always to stop wait for insight self-soothe yourself bath even if you want to go out and get lashed with your mates like whatever just do you need to be able to soothe yourself in that moment and then you need to focus on where you want to go and you'll pick up the alignment again I think that's so important though because that is a practice in itself self-soothing as an adult we don't do that we do yeah yeah, we go to our partners, our friends, our loved ones, and we're like, this is how we, we vent and we rant. And yeah. we, don't, we don't really create anything constructive. We go to our coach, this hasn't worked, fix it, help yeah. me do this. So I actually really like when you said about raising your energy. Obviously, there's the things like the walks, the baths, <clears throat> the, the movies. But more than anything, learning how to self-soothe, that's a real yeah. practice. As feminine, that is being in your feminine power. Women who can self-soothe and they can... Because what are you doing when you know how to just, you're not, you don't need to fix your problem. But the, the idea of self-soothing is in that moment, you can stop yourself from spiraling just in that moment long enough that you, just by going a nap or watching something funny or doing something that you will, your energy will go from a very low vibration to panic, depression, which spirals to balance. Yeah. And then from balance, you can come back up. But you have to nip yourself in that minute. And listen, we're all guilty of it. So, you know, I've had times with you, haven't I? I've phoned you before and I've been crying. I'm like, oh, my God. You can do that. None of that matters. You can do the boyfriend. You can throw the throw the wobbly, do the things. But then, but then 
the self-soothe, then the balance, because then you go up the scale. And because one of the things that I love about Abraham Hicks is you can't, what they say about energy, they relate energy and alignment to a moving train, right? You can't jump on a moving train from standing still. It's impossible. So it's almost impossible when you're feeling negative and spiraling and think like everything is shit to then go to feeling amazing. You have to go up a ladder and it's knowing what you need in that moment that gets you up the ladder. Because once then you feel back in motion again, if things are okay, then you can jump back on your train of positivity, but never from the bottom of a spiral. So you need to learn how to, to get back up. And then, because you've got your vision board and you know what you want, and then you're watching all these universal things and you've got your spiritual library, you're like, oh my God, yes, I've got this. And then you've got the two paths. Do I believe I can ultimately do this? Yes. Do I believe this is the end of my life? No. Do I believe I'm going to get another boy? Right. So then you've got the, it, it builds a picture. So like if you've got this kind of like SOS spiritual go-to and you write these things down, you can just kind of go to it and go, oh, okay, right now I just need to do anything to make myself feel better. Mm, no, I love that. Yes, uh, this is so important because actually this is, no no one really talks about it in this way. And as an adult, self-soothing is not, so, I mean, you learn about it as a child and even as yeah. teenagers and how do we help one another and pacify. But as soon as you're in the adult world, it's just a jungle out there. It's, it's, do you know it's brutal like it's just sort of left entrepreneurship alone. motherhood it's fucking brutal yeah like, if we don't know how to in any moment like after we've had our nervous breakdown about it because that's the human normal part of it this is not ever about being the perfect human you can have your whole scale you can kick off cry your eyes out or whatever but from then yeah you've got yeah. to then be able to go just what do I need for myself in this minute yeah and being able to answer that question is powerful in itself. What do I need? Isn't it? In this minute, what will help me? A cup yeah. of tea, a glass of wine, watch a film, yeah. go for a walk. That that The power in that is mastery. That's what we call emotional mastery. When you can intercept the spiral and you can come into yourself and then you can get yourself back up again. It doesn't matter what demolishment you had to do before that. It always comes back to your power because then you can go back up. I love that. And, and that actually leads nicely because you touched on this a little bit. But the majority of people that will listen to this will be in some way, shape or form in business um, or entrepreneurship and, you know, that type of vibe. But I do think as well, I talk a lot about self-awareness and how yeah. when we have a lack of self-awareness, we can end up in real situations where, you know, we end up with the wrong type of clients. We're doing the wrong type of things in our business. Yeah. You know, we, we blame the wrong people or things or circumstances. You know, self-awareness has got a lot to answer for. But what I'd love for you to maybe just dig into is now we've spoken about the energy and the trust piece from the spiritual side, the human side, how it all leads together, the two different pathways is... If you do have a business and it doesn't matter what, what stage of business or what type of business, to be to be honest, if you run your own business, you don't have a boss, you're doing this yourself. What would you say are some of the key things that you've seen with clients and in the online space as the biggest things that impact your business when it comes to energy? It could be positive things or detrimental things. I think for me, one of the things that helped me the most most was my human design actually mm. um so for me because human design is such a, a close link between who you are spiritually and who you are mentally and what you are here to be kind of 
on a human plane, I guess. So, for example, I'm a projector in human design. And I won't talk about this too much. It's complicated. But basically, when I look at my design, I am not built to run a business the same way the vast majority of people are. We talk about this endlessly, Sam, don't we? Like constantly. So what I learn is to work on my own business intuitively. So, for example, I need to look at things that don't drain my energy. For example, I personally cannot batch create my content because I am such um, I'm such an intuitive that would drain my energy. Whereas I like to do it off the cuff, which wouldn't work for so many people. They wouldn't have the time, the plans. But for me, I thrive when I just pick up a phone and do a live stream there and then. That is my power source. Um, the same as with certain clients packages, I always thought one-on-one was the best way to do things because it was big money. And then I realized there was quite a lot more involved in having to keep bringing in new clients. So my energy is best served in a membership. So I think the self-awareness piece that you were talking about in running a business is rather than letting outside sources dictate what's best for you this is a good one years ago I did a training course and someone said the best time to do a Facebook live is 8 p.m of an evening because that's statistically when most people are on Facebook or can see you right so for a long time I exhausted myself by doing uh, live streams at 8 p.m and what happened was then I ended up running my business based off somebody else telling me that this was ideal I was mm. knackered so who was running my business then that person telling statistics or well, it weren't me mm. so I realized that 8 p.m is far too late for me I, I still want to switch off about four o'clock and be with the family sit down that's it so a lot of the time in the business world, you'll know this, Sam, you always say this to us because um, I've done your courses and things, haven't I? Like, I, I just love the way you balance because you infuse spirituality in a non in a non obvious way, I think, a lot of the time, because I see it whenever I've come to your things. I'm like, oh, and obviously I know you anyway. But um, when you are running a business, for me, it's about what do I love? How do I want to do it? And again, what if everything was working out for me? So I always do Facebook lives in the afternoon, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Love them. Got mm. a really successful six figure brand. Because I didn't listen to the person that said you have to do them at 8 p.m. I was like, it doesn't work for me. So it's energy leaks. Mm. So it's self-awareness again, isn't it? Does doing this, does this type of client, does this type of, program or system drain me and then how can I make it easier so we talk about masculine and feminine a lot don't we masculine support is your systems aren't they so that's like have you got a good email automation have you got a social media platform all those things are how you can how you can use technology and support like VAs and stuff like that to hold space for you to create your amazing things in so, yeah, my advice with self-awareness, what you were saying is pay attention to what makes you feel shit and makes you feel good and then just eliminate it. And don't listen to what outside sources are saying if it drains you, because there'll be some another coach will come along that will go, do you know what? You need to do it like this. And when you find it, you're like, oh, my God, mm. does that help? Yeah, 100 percent. And also, I definitely would say someone asked me this this morning, actually. Um, it's funny you say that because yeah I would definitely say like I'm very intuitive um, I have a very strong spiritual practice myself 
and I'm very em em empathic, you know, like I, I do love that side of me. But <clears throat> when it comes to business, I'm also very forthright in what I'm available for and what I'm not. Yes, totally you are. Well, so, you were one of the people that um, when I, what did, where did I go? Was it last year or the year before when you did your event? Yeah, year before. You came to. And that was such an amazing space that was where, you know, you got us to open up and think about things. And I was just thinking, the programs that I'm doing aren't really serving me. I don't really want to be doing them like this. So mm. it's, you know, it's having these conversations with yourself and you will feel whether you're doing it because you think you should do it or mm. whether you really want to do it. And it, it comes back to trusting yourself again, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you want to run a business based on what you think you should be doing? Whereas when you find the right teachers, you will find people that will help you find your best way. I know like you work like that, don't you? You always help people find their best mm. way of running themselves. Otherwise, we just who are we in business for? Yeah, I think that's the, when you were talking about energy leaks. I think the biggest one that I see is people searching for validation before they make a decision. Yes. Because you oh, waste yes. so much energy. If you think yes. from an energetic yes. perspective, if I was working with you and I was like oh Lucy what do you think about this I've got a whole energy for you to reply mm -hmm. I've got to wait for that I've got to think about what you then do reply is it what I wanted to hear is yeah. it not? am I then am I then creating a situation where what I'm saying to myself going back to what you said about trust is I don't ever trust myself enough to just do something yeah. yep. so you live in a space of constant pause yeah so I, I always say that if a client says to me, oh, what do you think about this? I say, well, what do you think first? What do you think of it? I know. Yeah, like I know. We're not creating. So I like what you said about the, the impact of energy on, on your business because no one, ultimately, it doesn't matter if you're Land Rover, Lamborghini, or Apple, you know, we could Mercedes, we could be talking about anyone. It doesn't even have to be just solo entrepreneurs or brands or personal brands and business. Any corporation has to stand true on itself yeah yeah and you can't be going around the houses like what's that person doing what's this advert doing you'll always be behind yeah, so essentially what you're doing is keeping your energy in this state of flux that yeah. is so draining it's exhausting it is absolutely yeah. exhausting not knowing the kind of and I think this comes down to you know how do you want to live your life as an entrepreneur do you want it to feel light, mm. feel simple, feel in flow with ideal clients? You know, everything comes back down to the what do you want? And then mm. you can be like, oh, imagine if I had this. And then you'll know then because then a client will come in or you'll have a conversation or you'll, you'll have to, um, there'll be a situation come up. And like you were just saying, you will just know to mm. make it because you know what you want and you'll feel the connection the connection the line will will join I think that's good as well and the other thing as well before we go that I think is great about this is we are if people to look at us not in real life but say in business and how we do it polar opposites polar opposites like well polar opposites. yes but no but yeah definitely no like if people were to look, look at us on Instagram level, stuff, yeah yeah you no know, like how you run your business is a lot more free I'm a lot more structured mm. definitely in my masculine more like a plan mm. love, a, love a strategy yeah. but even the way we talk about things like you're so much more um like free and fl I like to be like 10 steps to this and like let's keep this you yeah. know but, but what I love is and this is actually something that we're both very passionate about 
there is space for everyone doing everything yeah yeah so the thing that I would say you know when it comes to energy is we can spend a lot of our energy judging how other people spend their energy yes rather than just being like do you know what good for them good for Lucy she's doing this and she's living her best life I watch it I fucking love the stuff great I don't then use my energy to think that's not what I would do yeah. I would do it this way or maybe I need to change this so also I think from this conversation it's allowing people to sit in their own version of what their energy like you said like you know the feminine energy the self-soothing some people might do a boxing class to self-soothe and some people might get a pedicure totally totally yeah I think as well and I always think about this with you and I I hate the word consistency don't I but it's something that you absolutely (laughs) thrive on but everything as well is the perception that you want to have it because if you think about growth is consistent yeah so I don't like consistency but I consistently manifest and I consistently do all these things so the perception of so much is also important but it's like you were saying there is so much balance so for example I'm someone that doesn't like the planning but I come to your events and who do I ask for if I'm like oh god I've got this question I'll voice note you and go so it's a mixture of finding all the things that you love and the people that light you up because we have to have a balance of all of this don't we plus trial and error Oh my God, we're so we're years into this. And how many different things have we had to swap out and change yeah, and make mistakes? All of it. Yeah, you've got to just fucking go for it. And you just you're doing it blind, mm. but you can have fun with it. Cause it doesn't things that go wrong don't define you. And the number of followers don't define you. And the number in your bank account doesn't define you. You know, when you can stand true in yourself and love your work and love what you're promoting and not need external validation and just go for things that you want to go for. It's just it's, it's so much more free living your life will just flow won't it yeah I think that's a good one you end up blocking your own energy because you block making mistakes yeah make them they're brilliant yeah yeah I agree and I think and this is the other thing where adults to children are so different if a child was to fall over we wouldn't say sit on the ground and wait there for the next 40 years <laughs> be like get back up but then when we make a mistake as adults we think maybe we shouldn't do this anymore but it's, so it's like this complete paradox like you'll say to a child or a teenager you know they get their heart broken you know it's fine like you know just focus on yourself you'll find someone when you're 40 it's like oh fuck I'm gonna be on my own forever why (laughs) why am I gonna be on my own forever now like so you're right we spend so much energy trying to protect ourselves from making a mistake rather than just living yeah because that's what living is getting it wrong and perfection doesn't exist Perfection just doesn't exist anywhere. It's always progression, always. You know, you don't need to show up anywhere perfect. I'm so unperfect when I show up and do anything. I'm in my pajamas doing live. So are you, are we? Yeah, yeah. Your bedtime lives are the best, though. Your little headboard. (laughs) I fucking love them. The bed office. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what I'm going to do, I could talk to you all day, but it's the easiest thing, and you let me know if it's not or not, to share your Instagram handle. Yes. So everyone can, they can get your links to your trainings, your Facebook group, find out yeah, about the membership. Yeah. It's all on Instagram. Instagram's my favourite, yeah, because the old link in bio, my little link tree has got links to everywhere from there. Yeah, that's like me. When when someone asks me, I say the same, so I'm glad you said that. Because I was like, oh, otherwise it gets so hard because then you've got to add all these separate links. <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's so easy. And the easy, easy, me and you. We love it simple, don't we? It's yeah. make it easy, make it flow. 
I hope this has been useful for you listening in terms of like practical, real things that you can take away, but also being real about what this is actually like. Mm-hmm. And when sometimes we talk about manifesting law of attraction, energy work, it can have this false sense of positive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this heightened, someone has to have this really euphoric spiritual self, but actually the majority of the time it is self-awareness, trust, knowing what you want. Um, I, I thank you so much for spending this I've time. I've loved it. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad we did this. Yeah, and go and stalk her Instagram. And seriously, you won't regret it. I just literally live on her lives. So when you haven't done a live in ages, I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> Where is she? Yeah, I know. Right, thank you. I'll stop now. No, thanks, everyone. Brilliant.